Hola and greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on Sunday, the 23rd of July in the year 2023. And I just returned from a lovely excursion the last two days in Tortuguero, which is on the Caribbean coast of Costa Rica. And it's really lovely. It's You need to get to it by boat. You can't get there by um, car, you have to leave your car at a dock and then you take a little boat, a little passenger boat to Tortuguero. Um, and it stops, they stop in different places, but according to your hotel or whatever. And, uh, it's very lovely. It's all canals. So you take the boat up the canal and it's about an hour boat ride and you spend a lovely weekend or however many days you're staying in an area that has no cars that's all on foot and an occasional bicycle and there's a little town there and it's very uh beautiful and you can watch the turtles come to shore and it's jungly very jungly and basically your boat goes through the jungle and there are crocodiles in the water and we saw a baby crocodile we saw um, some cranes, some beautiful birds. We didn't see any dolphins or anything like that, but we did see two tortugas, turtles. We saw two turtles, small ones. One was actually after we were finished with the boat, we were coming back and, and it was crossing the road by itself. And we saw one on the river yesterday. And then we saw a spider monkey, which was really beautiful. Um, beautiful coat animal. He was there in the jungle, hanging out, eating he was eating his lunch and uh that was it as far as animals oh, oh no we saw a very large iguana romping around where we were staying at the hotel the hotel grounds the the um iguana was there so that was fun but i love all that you know oh and we saw a beautiful blue morpho butterfly today and we also saw a tiny tiny little red frog who i'm sure was poisonous but he was in the jungle also he was a teeny tiny little frog and um these black and orange I don't know if they were grasshoppers. My friend said they were locusts, but they were pretty large and they were beautiful too. So lots of lots of beautiful nature. So that is that's a wonderful thing. And I that's hey, that's why I moved here, right? <laughs> so lots of things have happened since the last time we spoke. And in fact, lots of things have happened in the last twenty-four hours. And let's start with those things. So as you probably know, and as you've been hearing me say, Venus went retrograde yesterday. And it was last night. For me, it was 7.30 p.m. And that was another thing. Last night, we had a floating dinner. Um, we went on a barge, and we floated around the same river very slowly and beautifully for two hours, very nicely while we had a beautiful meal they cooked for us so it was only another mother and her son there it wasn't full at all and we had we just had a lovely lovely time it was really beautiful so last night as venus was turning retrograde i was floating on a river and having dinner it was really quite lovely so yes and venus is now retrograde and she will be retrograde until early september as you know the fourth and we have some good information about that. Now, let me pause to say I am giving an immersion, a five-week immersion about Venus retrograde and how to work through this step-by-step. Step. 
Normally, you hear me talking about working on finances. You hear me talking on working on your relationships, going back and dealing with things in your all of your relationships, but especially the personal one-to-one relationships and the ones where you fall in love. And that experience is very important during a Venus retrograde because you get a better sense of where you are and you want to come out of it with a better sense of uh, where you are and in put, putting yourself in a better place. So since this is a period of working on oneself, as retrogrades usually are, this is something that I am hosting for five weeks. I'm going to start in August. I don't think it's going to be August 1st, though, because I want to, I learned the other day from my coach that I should have given more time and to announce this. So I'm going to give it more time. But we're going to do it for five weeks. And... Um, I am going to do it on Tuesday evenings, and I would like all to join. It's going to be amazing. It's called Harmonizing Prosperity, Sinking Heart, Soul, and Wallet. And essentially what we're going to do is I'm going to work through this with you. I'm going to guide you through this and make you aware and help you grow and help you become more aware of all the things that are lurking under the surface of your life and your consciousness through these different exercises and different uh, conversations we're going to have and assignments and things we're going to do during Venus retrograde. And it may even extend to a little bit after Venus retrograde, depending on when we, you know, how we handle this. But, you know, the thing is that it's really important to do this work. And I have never, I always tell people this is what we should be doing. And I might give some examples, but this is actually working side by side. So I invite you. I would love to see all of you. It's $2.97 and you can book it on my website. If you go to book online, it's there. Look under Harmonizing Prosperity. It's a, it's a package. I think they called it a package in my acuity scheduling when I fixed it. But um, that's what we're doing. And if you have questions about it, please email me, deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, where I have been putting a lot of announcements about it. Okay? So, this is um, a new era we're in. <laughs> this is, you know, this is Venus retrograde in Leo. Um this is the, you know, the last time Venus was retrograde, retrograde in Leo was in this time of year, July and August of 2015. So this is a very different time we're in. We were not having Pluto leave Capricorn then. We were, uh, we had Pluto, in, um, you know, in the middle of Capricorn and we also had Uranus in Aries back then. And so now Uranus is in Taurus, which is definitely entangled with Venus during this. And that's one of the things that we have to think about and that I've mentioned already. And we are really like working through some things that are related to Leo. So Leo is all about children. Leo is about creativity. Leo is about imagination. Leo is about all the things that we love to love, love, love to do, including have fun. So having fun, falling in love, being, um, being creative. And these things are definitely things that we need to give a little more attention to. Yes, you know, maybe you've forgotten how to have fun because you're working so much. And so Venus and Leo is, you know, this is entertainment time. You want to look at entertainment. 
What do you find entertaining? What entertains you? Um, and how do you get together with others and, you know, enjoy entertainment? So, yes, um, your children are another thing if you have children. Children are going to maybe require more attention now. But whatever Venus retrograde is doing in your chart, wherever it's falling, whatever house it's in, it's in Leo. So where's the Leo house? And it's at the end of Leo. This is something where you really want to, you know, give some attention to how you are operating in that world, in that realm. For example, for me, it's going over my ascendant. So I have to look at how I present myself to the world and how people see me and how I see the world and, and those things. So this is something that is very important to be aware of and to be working with. And this is why I'm giving the class immersion that I'm giving. So so that's one thing that we are in right now is that Venus retrograde. And I wrote a blog about it and you can see it on my website, goldenastrologer.com. Go to Astrologer's Thoughts, which you can click on from the bottom of the page. And that's where my that's where my blog is and you will see the latest posting about that. The sun has gone into Leo. So Venus is retrograde in Leo. The sun is in Leo. Mercury is in Leo. We have three planets in Leo. And now the sun is in Leo. Now the sun is in its, it's in its home. The sun is home in the place that it loves to be, in the place that it calls home. You know, it's exalted in Aries, but it loves to be in Leo because Leo is ruled by the sun. So the sun is very happy. It gets to spend this next month in its favorite place. So we get to enjoy three planets right now in Leo, and that is supposed to be a little more fun and lighthearted, okay? And it is about getting a little deeper with your creativity. So that's exciting. Now, that's where the sun is. The sun has passed its opposition with Pluto. I think that was pretty intense. I didn't have like, I didn't get slapped across the face by any means, but I saw some very dark things. And I heard about some very dark things. And, and they weren't in my life. They were just sort of at a distance through the internet and all. And I just thought, you know, what made me stumble on this page? <laughs> so I'm glad that Sun Pluto was over. I thought it was particularly intense. Sun has opposed Pluto many times while it's been in Capricorn and the Sun was in Cancer. But I think because it's at the end of the sign, it was particularly dark. So, yeah. I saw some dark things. I read some dark things. I had to work to put them out of my head. And so that's, it wasn't like anybody in my life or anything. Like I said, it was things I came across. Um, so we have the sun in Leo and then Chiron went retrograde um, this morning. So the sun is in Leo, Venus went retrograde and Chiron went retrograde. Now, if you had a twinge today, a twinge, it's probably Chiron. It's not Venus. It's Chiron. Um, Chiron is where we're wounded. So if you felt your wounds surface today, if you felt a twinge of sadness today, that's Chiron. That's where Chiron is. Chiron's in Aries. And Chiron is um, at the exaltation point of the sun. It's 19 Aries. So it's an interesting thing that the sun is now in its favorite sign and Chiron has been sitting and then, you know, went retrograde today. Um, and that is also one of those things we want to really look at our wounds over these next bunch of months as we, as we sort of cross this um, horizon 
as we're looking at Venus, Chiron sort of goes along with that. They are they are not aspecting one one another very much, um, but I can say that they are really in a place that is making us more aware of what we need to clean up emotionally in our lives. So that's something to ponder. And Chiron, it's always a pinch. It's like a pinch. And it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're going to go back to bed after an hour after you get up and sob all day and put the curtains down and the shades down. It means that you you may have felt the human condition, and I think that was part of it. So yeah, um, so those are the three things that have happened in the last 24 hours, and that's that's quite a lot of movement. That's a planet moving out of a sign into its own sign, there's Venus changing direction, there's Chiron changing direction, and these are things that, you know, if you want to spend a little time by yourself right now, and just sort of collecting yourself and collecting your thoughts, then this is very normal right now. This is very normal. So just consider this to be a little bit of an introspective time. Venus for six weeks, Chiron, you know, for a few months, but Chiron is subtle and is in the background. You you really more feel the shift, the transition to retrograde. So don't worry if you felt a little pinch today. Um, okay, moving on. So Mercury is going to finish up its visit to Leo, and it's zipping through Leo, and it's going to go into Virgo on Friday at 5.31 p.m. Eastern time. So that is its favorite, one of its favorite signs, the other being Gemini, but Mercury is going to be busy this week. So let's talk about him. Mercury, as we all know, is the planet of communication. He likes being in Virgo because he loves details and he loves analysis. So Mercury is happy to go into his own sign on Friday, the 28th of July. And so Mercury, in the meantime, is going to do the same thing at the end of Leo that everybody else has been doing. So Mars went through the end of Leo a few weeks ago and made this uh, needling aspect, as I called it, to Neptune and then Pluto. And so it sat in between Neptune and Pluto, and that was a couple weeks ago, and that was stirring the pot quite a bit. This needling aspect is called an inconjunct or a quincunx, and it's it's not a smooth aspect. It's not really a hard aspect, but it's somewhere in between. And it does create some sort of needling feeling, like things being overturned that you don't want overturned. Like you wake up in the morning and you're in this funny mood and you don't know why. That's this needling experience of, of uh, what Mars was doing with, you know, Neptune and Pluto. Now, Remember what I talked about? I talked about a finger of God, which is called the Yod in astrology, and that's what Mars did. When it came to the end of Leo, it touched both of those planets and created that configuration. Then Venus came last week, and she's been there for quite a while. You know, she did all of this with Neptune, and then and she's done this with Neptune, but she's also really close to Pluto. So she did this with Neptune on Saturday the 15th, did that needling aspect because she was at the end of Leo and she's still at the end of Leo because of the retrograde. She never quite reached Pluto, but she really is in aspect to both Neptune and Pluto in that yod in the same way Mars was, okay? Venus is going to come back and she's going to do this thing with Neptune next Sunday the 30th. 
and she is going to completely provoke Neptune again the way she did last week on the 15th. The way she provoked Neptune, she's coming back for another round on the 30th, two weeks later. That means she hasn't moved much. If she's doing something and doing the same thing again two weeks later, she has not gone far at all. And she's really in a position now where she's provoking both of those planets. She is creating the finger of God. And so Neptune and Pluto are often in this sextile relationship. They have been for decades, for almost a century, and they went out a little bit a few years back, but they're really in this sextile relationship. And that is something, when you're born with that, it's a very smooth aspect to have in your, in your chart. It's very good that those planets are talking to each other very well. They're trans transformational, transcendental planets. They ask for our attention and ask for our willingness to transform. So Venus comes along after Mars and she says, okay, everybody, are we willing to transform and how are we doing this? And how are we doing this within relationships, within our life and acknowledging other people? How are we doing this? Well, Mercury is now, as he's leaving Leo this week, and he's going to go to Virgo on Friday, he's going to do the same thing, okay? So pay attention, folks. Here we go. Wednesday the 26th, Mercury is going to make this same aspect, the inconjunct, to Neptune, the way Venus did, the way Mars did before her, okay? And that Venus will do this again on Sunday the 30th. By the time Venus does this again, Mercury's going to be in Virgo and doesn't care, okay? But he's going to come and have the same conversation with Neptune that Mars did and that Venus did. So where have you been in the month of July and what things have come up for you and what has been particularly grabbing your attention, especially on the 15th? Because Venus really got in there and she stayed, you know? She's staying. And so... Mercury is now coming along and triggering Neptune on Wednesday the 26th in my region of the world. In the eastern region of the world, the east coast and that whole longitudinal line that goes down into Brazil, that's going to be um, Thursday at, at midnight. So exactly at the stroke of midnight, Mercury will make that contact to Neptune. So Mercury's making the contact to Neptune. And... Then Mercury is going to make the same contact to Pluto on Thursday night. So if, you know, Wednesday night, first Neptune, Thursday night, Pluto. Or if you're in that same East Coast or Brazil region, it's Friday the 28th at 1224 a.m. But Mercury is going to straddle those planets, okay, Neptune and Pluto, and make the yod like Mars did, like Venus did. So there's a story going on here, everybody, and you know I love a good story, and you know that we have talked about stories like this. There are stories happening. And what did Mars talk about to you? That was a really aggravating experience for me. I know when that happened, I was like, ugh. <laughs> and I didn't even feel this Mars Saturn very much, you know, but boy, I felt that Mars business with Pluto and that was something. And I remember that from a few weeks ago and it was, yeah, at first it was Neptune on the 6th and then it went to Pluto on the Sunday the 9th and I felt that very strongly and I remember what that was. So Venus coming in and doing this is 
softening all of that. And then Mercury's going to come in and maybe actually give us some information about maybe healing it, maybe working through it, maybe information that we need to know about it. So it's it's about understanding what that story is and having um, a, a concept of what to do with it, whether you need to go heal it, whether you need to just acknowledge it and say, okay, I see you. I embrace you, I forgive you, etc. whatever it is. It's not a comfortable story, okay? It's not, ooh, that was fun. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not that. It's, oh, wow, huh, okay, yeah, that, that's well said. And well said is the operative word because Mercury is very good with words. So in this time of no air in the sky, we need some words. And hopefully Mercury will be able to provide us with some words for what we felt for how we've processed this ongoing story from the last month. It, this has been the story of July, really. And the other thing is that while Mercury is dawdling with those two planets in a yod, it's going to conjunct Venus. Okay, so Mercury is going to come to Venus where Venus is in her retrograde at 11.16 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursday the 27th. So Mercury's going to hit that point with Neptune, conjunct Venus, who's really in between the two points of Neptune and Pluto, and staying there. Mercury's going to hit Pluto and then eventually move into Virgo on Friday. So this is powerful because Mercury, I think Mercury will get us to put into words all the feelings that we've had over this last month. And I hope so because I think, I think words really help bring clarity to a situation like this and it's so important this is this may have something to do with your history most likely your history um your creativity uh your passions in your life you know venus and pluto and and anything with pluto can be passions and it's raining and i'm really glad because it hasn't been raining about that in a moment um so yeah so Hopefully this is a big release. Venus isn't finished the story because Venus is going to come back, like I said, to Neptune on Sunday the 30th. Venus and Neptune are an interesting relationship. They can be delusional. They can be deeply creative. They can be mystical. They could be magic. They could be just like this moment where you just spend your, like with your writing, your painting, your, your reading, your, just your moment of creativity that's just profound and lovely and peaceful for yourself. Neptune is very peaceful. It's great to meditate under this. And this is so important to just be in those moments with, you know, Neptune. We just have to kind of be and see what comes. Don't push. Like, Mars was hard because Mars wants to push. Neptune does not want pushing. Neptune doesn't know pushing. It isn't a pushy sign planet, Neptune and Pisces. Pisces isn't pushy. Neptune isn't a pushy planet. So this is something where we had to pay attention. Um, there may be, I felt an insistence with that Mars, you know, and now Venus is less of that, but she has a story to tell and Mercury is going to help us put that into words. So, this is an important week. This is an important bunch of information where we really feel um, a difference in this story that we've been living throughout July. And Venus will come back to Neptune and then she won't come back again to finish the story, the third passage to Neptune, till after she's direct. 
So we'll refer back to this in September when she does this again, or October. And then she will actually aspect Pluto directly. Okay, so she's not, she's not, she's aspecting Pluto. Like if I, you know, did your chart and you had this aspect, I'd say, oh yeah, you've got this Venus-Pluto in conjunct. But the exactitude of the aspect really clinches the story. So that's something we, sh we need to know because she's doing in astrology what we call is a refrain. She is refraining from the aspect with Pluto. She gets so close and then she moves back. She gets so close to Neptune and makes the aspect, comes back and makes the aspect again and will come back for a third passage to Neptune in, you know, when she's finishing her retrograde and finishing this whole Leo scene. She's only coming to Pluto once, but the energies of Pluto are present. There's a real clarity that happens when the aspect becomes exact, okay? So what is your story from July? What story have you lived? What, what feelings have you had? Have you been able to put them into words? Or perhaps this week you'll be able to gain some clarity and, and write it down and journal about it or be able to speak to a friend or uh, someone who's going to understand you, you know? And that's part of it. And now the other thing is that, remember, the nodes changed signs the other day. And that was just like, that was it. Monday Monday was something, you know, with that, with that new moon and the nodes changing signs. And boy, did I feel that. And I don't think, I said this last week, I'm going to say it again. You know, it's not that the nodes have never been in fixed signs in my lifetime. Of course they have, but I have never felt them shift like this time. And I think it's the relationship to Pluto that had a lot to do with it. And the nodes are squaring Pluto and they are going to continue to square Pluto for some months now. So that's another story. Transformation in relationships in our um, finishing some sort of transformational story around relationships, bringing it to, to fruition um, and really like the independence of Aries and paying attention to that. So those are, those are big things. Okay. So we've got Saturday, we have the sun making in, in conjunct to Saturn and the sun will be in Leo a week and it will be making that in conjunct to Saturn. And we're really, really, that's a little bit of a biting experience, but I think it should pass relatively smoothly, okay? It's the sun. It, lead, it leads us to illumination, always, always. And then we're also getting, um, next Tuesday, there will be a full moon at 9 degrees Aquarius. It's right on my Mars. <laughs> but it will be, um, it will be, you know, that's going to be powerful and profound um, because we do have so many things and Venus in Leo, <laughs> you know, um, Mercury will be gone by then, but we'll have the sun, we'll have Venus, of course, if there's a full moon, it's always the sun in one sign, the moon in the other, the moon is in Aquarius, and so this is all very fascinating, this story that we have been living out in July, sit down with yourself, get quiet, and receive, receive the information about what this has been, and try to go back to that first weekend in July and remember how you felt and what surfaced for you and what enlightened you and what that was and how does that feel. 
in the wake of Chiron turning retrograde. I'll bet there's some ouch. I bet there's an ouch in there somewhere, you know? And because Chiron's been stationing all this time and Venus has been very slow. So I really believe that there's some things, there's always stuff to uncover now, isn't there? <laughs> there's always stuff to uncover. And the, the planets give us opportunities to do this and see it as that. Don't see it as trouble. I, you know, we can't look at Venus retrograde as trouble because then we're going to sit and be miserable for six weeks. No, we ha and then beyond when she comes out of her shadow. No, we have to move through this and do the work. Isn't that why we're here? You know, to, to be entertained, yes, to have fun, but then there's things that are really deeply um, calling our attention. So I, I, advise, I advise everyone to take, to take heed and, and pay attention to the story we've lived in July. It's not been a comfortable one, nor has it been an obvious one. It's been a subtle story. And it's raining in Costa Rica, thank heavens, because we have El Nino. And I've talked about El Nino in these last weeks. Yeah, it's been so dry. It's been so dry. And it's just surprising how dry it's been. It's just not. It thunders. It thunders. It threatens. It's not happening. It's like, oh, it's going to rain. No, it's not. I won't see it. I won't believe it until the rain falls and the ground is soaked. Okay? A nice soaking rain. And that's what my flowers need. <laughs> I've got... Five orchids uh, getting ready to flower. I've got one that's flowered. I've got another one that's flowering. Is about to flower. They're going to pop tomorrow, probably, some of the flowers. i got another one that's growing a stem. It's just a little tiny thing. I've got two others that have a stem. One has a long stem, so the flower buds aren't there yet. But they'll, they'll all do this in some nice timing, and I'll have flowers for a while. Um, amazing. So, yes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this podcast. Without you, I wouldn't be able to do this, you know, because who can, I could just speak out into the ethers, <laughs> you know, and without you, there's no point. So thank you so much. Gratitude to all of you. If you'd like to have a session with me, you can have a session with me uh, doing astrology, doing 5D Lemurian Reiki, which is amazing. Um, you can sign up for my expansion mentoring, which we go on a journey together and explore all the things that you want to shift and change and grow in your life. You can do that for three months. You can do it to a year, six months, however you want. And I invite you because it's exciting and growth oriented and helps you see the best of your life and, and get to really good points. And don't forget my new immersion is coming and that is Harmonizing Prosperity. So you can book all of those things through my website. You can also contact me. Um, you could DM me on Instagram, where my Instagram is the Golden Astrologer. You can, yeah, I'm on threads too. It's the Golden Astrologer there too. It just carried over to that. Not much on threads, you know. Um, and then there's my email, info at thegoldenastrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com. Or you can just go to the website thegoldenastrologer.com and book online and choose your appointment. There's something for everyone there. All different levels, all different tastes. Um, there's master classes to watch. There's immersions to do. There's mentoring to be had, sessions to be had. Welcome one and all. So thank you, thank you, thank you. 
and love to all of you and gratitude. Have a beautiful week.